about next week. That's exciting too, isn't it? I'm also, I'm also excited. <laughs> so guys, uh, I think tonight is the last one that we are dealing or doing the, the foundations. They're just the basic foundations again. I think sometimes it, it is necessary just to go and then take all the foundations off the shelf and just look at it again. You see, there's a, there's a verse in 1 John, you know, in 2 John 1 verse 9, which says, whoever abides, is it? No, it starts off by saying, whoever transgresses and does not abide in the doctrine of Christ does not have God. He said, but whoever abides in the doctrine of Christ has both the Father and the Son. You ever thought, what, what is the doctrine of Christ? I mean, it's actually a very profound statement that John is making. He says, if, if you do not abide in the doctrine of Christ, you do not have God. If you abide, in other words, till the day that you die, you have to stay in the doctrine of Christ. Only then you have the Father and the Son. Now, what is the doctrine of Christ? Okay, perhaps I must just ask you guys, what any 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 takers here? What? Anyone else? For me, it's the kingdom of God. Because the first statement he makes is he's bringing the kingdom from the earth. So he can reveal. You must pull it, Sissy. You must pull it. Don't lock yourself out, eh? Okay. Very good. Fantastic. Amen. So we can go home now. <laughs> and he also said he gives us his peace. That was for just before he left. <laughs> no, no, we're not going to the pub. No. Okay. <laughs> he says his peace he leaves with us. So we're supposed to have peace no matter what chaos is out there. He gives us his peace. Yes. Okay. No matter what. Cool. So the world will say, what have you got? Why have you got this peace and joy? What? What have you got? What do you, what do you have that I don't have? Cool. Very good. All of you are you are right. I mean that I mean that is that the doctrine of Christ is, is the foundation of what we are believing. So we start off with the person of, of, of Christ. First of all we must remember 
that Jesus was also human. Very first point. Christ, or you must remember the, un- the humanity of, of Jesus. What does, what does that mean? He had, a, he had human parents. The only difference is he didn't have a, a human father. Okay. He was born of a woman and he submitted to the conditions of, of human life and the human body. Never thought of that, eh? Yeah. You ever thought of it? I mean, the fact that the humanity of Jesus is that he also went to sleep and in the morning he woke up. Okay. Possible that also was snoring among his friends. You never thought, think of that. <laughs> Absolutely, was was also human. <laughs> Second thing, the Bible says, being a human, he also grow in the wisdom and the stature as other human beings do. He was subject to the ordinary laws of human development and body and soul. Never thought. I mean, even though there is nothing about these his childhood, apart from the fact that we know that he was he was twelve years old, there is nothing else about it. So he also grew up like a normal child. The only difference I think he was, must have been very exemplary. His parents never had never sinned. Not even as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But he never performed very that and, uh, and the child grew and he waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. And he increased in wisdom and stature. So in other words, he said as an example, as a child he grew in wisdom and stature. And how did he do that? And his parents were teaching him. Okay. Number three, he had the appearance of a man. We all we all know this this type of thing. It wasn't <coughs> any anything didn't have anything different than, than, than we have. He was so man, can you imagine? I mean you needed the Roman Catholics trying at least Jesus on the cross. Did you know that Jesus had not a stitch of clothing when he was hanging on the cross? So human he was. We don't even think of so in other words, part of the doctrine of Christ, he was 100% human. Jesus never made or did a miracle as God. He did all the miracles as the Son of Man. Otherwise, it would have been impossible for you and me to. Okay. He was possessed of a a human physical nature he had a body he had a soul and a spirit cool not nothing not something strange or something new okay he was subject to the sinless infirmities of human nature but what are the sinless infirmities in other words he grew hungry 
he was worried or not worried he was wearied about the journey uh, he was asleep he, he, he was weeping okay. I think for us that, that grew up in the traditional churches it's easier to to grasp these things I think some of the young I don't know about about you but but you don't often hear about the doctrine of Christ those remember when we went to Sunday school these things were drilled into us that is why we don't have a problem but some of the younger generations today come up with all types of weirdos and things okay. human names was given to him by himself and others he was the son of man we shall name him Jesus the man Christ Jesus so in other words first doctrine of Christ he was he was fully man so it, everything of, there was nothing human about him uh, no there was nothing not human about him. not human about Jesus 100% human the, the second one is the deity of, of, of Jesus. Divine names was given to him. First one was he was called God. You all believe that Jesus is God? Yes. You speak to, to the Jehovah's and so on, they will tell you quickly Jesus is not God. Or other, some other the religions will tell you he's the son of God. Or the Muslims will tell you he's a prophet. He's a prophet. I doubt it whether even the Roman Catholics believe that he was God. No, they do. do they believe that he was God? Yeah, okay. Trinity, yeah. okay. He was called the Son of God. Do we know that? And he was called the Lord. Okay. Other divine names that was ascribed to him is he's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. Um, divine worship was ascribed to Jesus. The scriptures recognize worship as being due to God. So in other words, only a God can be, can be worshipped. So the fact that the scriptures say worship Him is an indication that even the scriptures say He is, he is God. Okay? Amazing that Jesus unhesitant, unhesitatingly accept worship uh, from people. Okay? Uh, okay, then he possesses the qualities and the and the properties of a deity. So Jesus pre-exists. You you guys believe that? Yeah. I mean, you look there. You look throughout the whole Old Testament, even though he doesn't make mention of Jesus by name, but the, the angel. In the beginning was the Word. So in other words, the Word of God spoken. The angel of the Lord. Whenever the Old Testament is talking using the word Lord, they are referring to Jesus. Yahweh. He was the second one of the, of the Godhead. He's self-existent and life-giving, or yeah, he's self-existence and life-giving power. We all know that also. You understand what I'm saying? He doesn't need someone to... I mean, he exists himself. 
and he is the one that gives gives life immutability I'm not familiar with this English word but immutability is in other words it says that Jesus is the same yesterday he's the same today he's the same to ever forever he never changes yeah, that is what immutability you never he never changes okay Indeed, he doesn't die. Cannot. All the fullness of the God had dwell in him. Uh, we all know that he was, Bible says, he was fully God. So the, then divine, the, the number four is divine offices are ascribed to him. So he's the creator. All things were made by him, all things were made through him, and all things were made for him. You thought of it? Everything that was made through him, everything was made for him. Even the angelic beings was made through him, was made for him. Even the adversary, he made him. Pardon? Okay. He's the creator of the universe and he is also, <coughs> also the head of the church. He is the upholder of all things. Nothing can exist without him. I mean, this, this world, even this world, every, the fact that the sun is coming up and going down, we all know this. Jesus has the right to forgive sinners. Okay. <coughs> Listen, I said Christ does not merely declare that sins are forgiven; He actually forgives them. Yes. You may never did Jesus say, "I declare that your sins are forgiven." This is, this is. He just say, "Your sins are are forgiven." Okay. Uh, He was raising the, the bodies of men, or the yeah, raising of the bodies of man is ascribed to him. Uh, Jesus was the one who raised the, the dead. Okay? He is to be the judge of all men. John 5.22 uh, says that the Father judged no man, but he committed all judgment unto the Son. Okay? Any questions? Anything does make sense so far? Hmm? Pardon? Yeah. Yeah, John 5.22. And then divine attributes uh, are possessed by him. Number one, omnipotence. You know, I think one of the mind-boggling things is where it says God is omnipotent, Jesus is omnipotent. But the Bible on the, on the one hand, Jesus says that he will go away and the Holy Spirit will come stay with us, John 17. I will, give you, I will send you the Holy Spirit and He will abide with you and He will abide in you. And me and my Father will also come and abide with you and in you. And, but just the next verse He says, in the book of He says that, uh, in the book of Hebrews, He says that He is the 
is the apostle and the high priest of our confession interceding for us at the right hand of the Father. It's mind-boggling. On the one hand, he's in us and with us, but on the other hand, he's in the, in the right hand of the Father. Though we know that he's not here, but he's in the heaven, but the Holy Spirit is here. I mean, I don't understand. It's actually but mind-boggling. We are, but we are also here, and so we are many places. He was only at one place at a time. He couldn't be yet. Exactly. So it's only when he, that's when, you know, God gave us the Holy Spirit to, to, to be everywhere at the same time. I think if you realize the power that is in us, the power that Yeshua raised himself from the dead. The Father raised him from the dead and the Holy Spirit us. And we would actually not need a car to go from Ashford to the If he knew the power that was in us, we could do incredible things. Amen. Incredible things. Amen. Hasn't even come to our mind yet. It's mind boggling when we get the revelation of the power that has been given to us. place of the it is the place of the dead yeah. place of the living dead yeah. then you get she rule she rule is the place where the dead are being those who died without Christ are being tortured they are kept prison so and then you get the third one is Tartarus nobody is in Tartarus in other words Tartarus is hell that is only at the last when everything comes to an end, only then people will be 
angels and the devil and everybody and human beings will go to eternal. So what the Bible says that, okay, obviously he's the one that created it. Because he, Jesus himself says that hell wasn't <coughs> made for, for, for humans. But we choose to go there. Indeed, yes. But the, the fallen angels are into Taurus, right? Now. Yeah, they are bound there. Yes. In chains. And that's why we don't go straight to heaven. No, we do. No, we do. Yes. But I know that we die. I'm not sure. So what I'm saying is that's why we are good. Is because people make our choice. Is that right? That's right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because you were you were born for a specific purpose, and the purpose that you have is to to glorify Him, to live out. And now, when He has a destiny for you as a, as as a child of His, to walk out the purpose and the destiny that you have for Him. That is why you. Does it make sense? Okay. Psalm 139 says, If I ascend into Hades, you are there. Mind-boggling. And then it also says that death is separation from us. We are separate. When we die and we, are, we have no relationship with yeah, then, it's then it is separation okay. as a chasm from one into the other. Yeah, I don't think you go is in hell to be one with the people in hell. No, because they have rejected him. But it is for those that, that how many times have you heard of people landed up in hell yeah. and then have come back come back. So God does do a visitation. Oh, he does do a visitation. When they maybe they cry out to him, he responds. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 Because all he might have shown them in hell, so they can come to in order to come back and testify yeah. mm -hmm. of his glory. So the attributes of, of Christ are the three O's. Omnipotence, omniscience, he knows everything. Mm. Never slumbers, he never sleeps. Omniscience. He knows everything. Okay, otherwise he couldn't be God. Yes, sir. Bruce, sorry, I missed your hand. Um, but when they talk, they talk about guys all knowing, but that doesn't allow to work with the spirit because I'm the presence of knowing and omnipotence. Pardon? The spirit, the Holy Spirit. There's references where it's mentioned that it's omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipotent. Now the Holy Spirit. There's all three. I mean, the Holy Spirit is also God, so He has to be om 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 omnipresent, omniscient, yeah. and, and, and omnipotent. Okay. Then the other one, the last one is omnipresence. 
Amazing. Omnipresence. Jesus is here. So where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm in their midst. You better behave, guys. Okay. I mean, if you are going to an hotel and you know that there's a CCTV camera, how upset people get when they find out there's a hidden camera. Now, can you imagine? We have a permanent hidden camera every time. I mean, it's, it's not only Jesus. And the amazing thing is, the amazing thing is not only Jesus and see the Holy Spirit see yes. and the angels that are being sent out to watch over you are also seeing what you are doing. So omnipresent, like you think twice before you want to do something. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be baptized. Other doctrine is we all know, he rose from the dead. And then the last one is also repentance from our ways. Okay. So guys, I know this is absolute the found, basic foundation of yeah. it, but sometimes it's just necessary that we are being reminded yeah, again of, yeah. of these things so that we really are aware of them. The best thing about helping is, <coughs> I want to say yesterday, today, tomorrow, and tomorrow, so you can't ever change. Mm -hmm. okay. So we don't have to worry about that, or tomorrow we'll be in trouble, because he's going to change his mind, and that, and that, and that. 
But when he was young, he changed his mind three times, or was it twice? One of the women that comes from the dogs, says from the book. Oh, no. No, she wanted to talk with Dean and out of the No, he didn't change his mind. He just said, he just saw her face. Let me rather say to you, I think you can change God's mind. Don't say, but the, 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 the foundation is erosive, you can't change. Yeah. And if, if you can't change his mind, that, that's scary, because that means you can pay off the stuff, don't you? No, I don't think... Let me, let me rather... Well, you said, Josh, and if you don't do things, you need to change his mind of your own state, and you have to Take a look at the woman as well. Yeah. He didn't change his mind. Yeah. He never changed his mind, eh? He specifically went there to reveal himself. Okay. Okay. Listen. The thing is, you, God will change. How many times did he? Did he? And if you look in the Old Testament, he sent the prophets and he said to him, "I'm going to do this and this and this and that to you." And then, and then they repent, and God changes his mind, and he says, "Okay, I will, I will not, I will not." But it doesn't mean God changed from day to day. Mm-hmm. He is still the same yesterday, tomorrow. You say he's always good. He's unchanged. That is one of the absolutes of the word. God is always good. He is always faithful. He's always just. He never tells a lie. He wants to give us opportunity. But I understand your concern. I mean, say for yeah. today, I mean, oh, I wanted to bless you, but tomorrow, now I'm changing my mind. I'm not going to bless He doesn't do Then he cannot be, then he cannot be God and he cannot be good. But, but if he plans because of your wicked ways, say, I'm going to sort you out and you then change, then God said, because his heart is to change his mind so that not to. Does it make sense? I understand where you're coming from. Yes? Then he cannot be God. Mm-hmm. Unchangeable. Exactly true. Yeah, because he did change his mind. That guy that was going to die in the music in the Old Testament. There's a cup. Oh, and Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> his appeal was very bad. Yeah, you must stop it. It was very bad. 